To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And I welcome to the program Gavin Gray from the UK. Hello, Gavin. Hi there, Andrew. Boris Johnson and his Chancellor have been fined for breaking the lockdown rules. Bad boys, but they're not resigning. No, no. Instead, they've pledged to stay in post. Uh, of course, Boris Johnson became the first British prime minister, serving prime minister, to be effectively sanctioned for breaking the law. Uh, he has apologized. Uh, his wife also uh, uh, given a fine as well. We don't know how much the fines are. I expect them to be at the low end, probably around 200 New Zealand dollars or something. Um, but she's been fined as well and apologized. And the chancellor, so really the most senior of the other ministers, he's um, uh, rejecting calls to resign as well. Rishi Sunak, all three of them fined by this. The uh, uh, overwhelming, uh, I think, feeling among the public, uh, at least those that have done uh, various vox pops around and asked people their opinion, uh, suggest that people think he uh, should go, that he's broken the law and he should go. Others are saying, well, with Ukraine and the cost of living crisis, he should stay. He's the man to sort it out. Um, but, of course, there's also a collection here, a group who uh, represent bereaved families during coronavirus, some who couldn't be with their loved ones uh, as they died or were dying in hospital because of the rules, some who didn't see relatives for many months because of the rules, and then they passed away without seeing them for one last time. They have said it is, quote, simply no way that the prime minister or chancellor can continue. Their actions are truly shameless. Um, and, uh, well, as you can imagine, it's uh, made their lives, they say, that bit more painful to know that the man who imposed these rules was himself breaking them and has now been brought to account. Um, anyway, the government's been wheeling out all these senior politicians on its benches saying, no, now is not the time. But I understand that the Sue Gray report, now that's the civil servant looking at all these parties, is likely to bring her report out now next week. And that apparently is going to be even more embarrassing for the prime minister. Is our prime minister made of Teflon? Will he simply manage to shrug off <laughs> all of the mud that's being thrown at him? We'll wait to see, Andrew. But make no mistake, people are pretty angry in this country. And uh, we will wait to see whether yeah. he's able to ride the storm out. Well, having a party in itself is not a bad thing, you know. But at the same time, it's all about relativity. And you're so right. When people have actually given up so much, you know, um, it is. It was a deeply offensive thing. At the same time, it was interesting this week, of course, that Boris Johnson, uh, there was a video released of him walking through the uh, abandoned cities of uh, Kiev, along with, of course, uh, Vladimir Zelensky. And it was the most extraordinary video. Many people saying the best thing on the Internet ever. Mm. Uh, so yeah. uh, good timing, you have to say, for Boris, because it, 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 it helped his reputation at least a slither. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, the... <laughs> Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher here was saved by the Falklands War. Her popularity was plummeting, and all of a sudden she was able to suddenly uh, show herself to be a tough leader who wasn't going to take any nonsense from the Argentines. Well, she was saved by that. It could be Boris Johnson is saved by his position on Ukraine. Awful when you consider the juxtapose of the terrible situation in Ukraine. All right, you were talking earlier today, uh, earlier this week, we were talking about inflation and what it's like in, in the UK. You were talking about 10% and all that sort of thing. Now you have uh, an official increase in the cost of living. So how bad is it? 
Yeah, just come in the last hour. It's risen to 7% now, inflation. That's the highest rate for 30 years, and it's up from 6.2%. So analysts are still saying we're definitely going to hit 8 some uh, more pessimistic, saying that could go to 10. Uh, the rate that uh, has been looked at effectively from uh, the last month is really noting, of course, the massive boost there has been to oil prices and at the mm. petrol pumps. Um, and so, uh, yeah, this has really driven up this uh, inflation statistic. And it comes at a time as well when the latest uh, wage rises suggest that there's about a 1% wage rise. So a real disparity between inflation and wage rises. Um, and uh, I'm afraid uh, that the situation is not likely to uh, uh, suggest it's going to come down anytime mm. soon with more inflation expected with gas and electricity bill rises. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Today, we also uh, it came out the United States inflation figure was 8.5% for the month of March, 85 mm. uh, New Zealand's at 59 to the end of December, predicted to go to 76 but we won't know that till June. So uh, everyone is sitting around that 7 to uh, 9% mark at the moment, which is, um, well, it's a heavy burden for an economy to bear. And finally, um, the Queen has a handy trick to avoid lockdown here. <laughs> yes, she does. Have your own stylist who is willing to give up her own sort of personal freedoms uh, in the pandemic. In oh. other words, to make sure she basically self-isolates with everyone. Angela Kelly, the Queen's senior dresser, described, uh, uh, has uh, written a book with the Queen's permission, The Other Side of the Coin, The Queen, the Dresser and the Wardrobe. Now, that was first published three years ago, but it actually has now been updated to cover the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral. But most interestingly, it's also been updated to look at her role in the pandemic, which includes setting and cutting the monarch's hair. Many had commented how Her Majesty looked during the pandemic when she gave televised addresses uh, and how well she looked. And uh, now we know some of the secrets uh, in this uh, book that's come out. Of course, those who were shielding the staff were called HMS Bubble. In other words, the staff around Her Majesty were making sure that they just didn't see their own families um, beyond that uh, uh, safety period, as it were. A couple of other little tips that came in, actually very interesting. Uh, she says that uh, in order to cushion the impact of beading and crystals on the Queen's back, she sews in extra layers of lining and also puts in extra weights in the hemlines yeah. in case of windy weather yeah. and so that the fabrics don't ride up in the wind. Oh, that's genius. So these people aren't orphans. These people have family, but they uh, sacrifice their family for their queen. Yeah, they did for uh, a sort of on-off, on-off with two sets of teams doing it, is my oh. understanding of the way it worked. And, you know, that is quite some sacrifice to make, isn't it? Oh, I think so too. Hey, Gavin Gray, all the very best, and I thank you so much for your time today.